The feds plan to rip out trees in a national monument. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Hurricane Dorian hit Nova Scotia on Saturday after moving up the southeast coast of the U.S. The monster storm caused its worst damage in the Bahamas, killing 44 as of this newscast. In addition to damaging about 90% of homes and buildings on Grand Abaco Island, the storm blew the tops off of six tanks on Grand Bahama Island, causing crude oil to spill and threaten coastal ecosystems. The people on the island get their water from aquifers, which could be contaminated, affecting the drinking supply for survivors. The oil could also have a major impact on corals and marine life, which is a source of food and income. The Norwegian company that owns the facility said that cleanup efforts would begin as soon as possible. The Federal Bureau of Land Management is planning to remove an unprecedented number of trees in the Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument in southern Utah. The government says the removal of pinyon and juniper, some of it by clear-cutting, will reduce fire risk, improve habitat for the greater sage-grouse, and increase forage for cattle and deer, all in a process it calls vegetation treatments. Environmental groups are appealing the plans. The government says the pinyon juniper are in encroaching on areas they don't belong. But according to the Grand Canyon Trust, studies have shown that juniper has been the dominant species for 7,000 years. National Geographic reports the BLM will use various methods to remove the trees, including bulldozers to drag a chain that upends everything in its path. Cultural artifacts and fossils are also threatened. Even the government says it will irreparably harm the landscape. Carolyn Shelton, a former assistant manager of the monument, said that it is home to the second highest diversity of bee species in North America. The pinyon juniper forests are the most common but least understood in the Southwest. In December, President Trump issued an executive order to increase logging in forests and to manage rangelands in order to curb wildfires, all with limited environmental review and public input. The tree removal program in the Grand Staircase is part of a much larger effort to clear-cut tens of thousands of acres across the Colorado Plateau, the Great Basin, and into the Pacific Northwest. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has identified a massive triangular area of warm water in the Pacific Ocean stretching from Alaska to Hawaii and Southern California. The new warm water could rival the so-called blob that appeared in 2014 and continued for two years, wreaking havoc on West Coast ecosystems. That blob created algal blooms that shut down crabbing and clamming, stranded sea lions on beaches, and reduced food for salmon. It forced whales to feed closer to the shore where they could get caught in fishing gear. Marine heat waves occur when the surface temperature of the water is 90% warmer than past measurements for five days in a row. The current phenomenon appears to be caused by a ridge of high pressure that dampened the winds that otherwise mix and cool the ocean's surface. This heat wave is primarily affecting the upper layers of the ocean, and NOAA says it could break up rapidly. The Columbia River system in the northwest is the fourth largest in North America and drains an area the size of France. The Bonneville Power Administration, the agency responsible for generating and transmitting hydropower along the Columbia, faces two challenges, a changing market for electricity and an inability to protect salmon and steelhead. Bonneville is in serious financial trouble. E&E News reports that it's 
buckling under $15 billion in debt and faces an energy market increasingly dominated by wind and solar. Additionally, Bonneville has paid almost $17 billion to mitigate the effects of its dams on threatened and endangered salmon and steelhead, the cost of which is passed on to customers. However, fish recovery efforts have not been working as runs continue to decline. With its ability to borrow money floundering, Bonneville may not be able to afford fish protection programs. Some have been arguing to remove four dams on the system in order to increase salmon and steelhead numbers. The political will to do something about Bonneville may be growing. Earlier this year, Mike Simpson, a Republican representative from Idaho, said that the fish and power problems are connected. Although he did not call for the removal of dams, Ine reports that his speech sent a tsunami through the political, environmental, and energy communities. And finally, ever heard of duckweed? If researchers at Rutgers University have their way, it soon may become a household name. Duckweed is a tiny aquatic plant grown all over the globe, and a lab at Rutgers houses the world's largest collection of the species. The scientists think duckweed is, well, just ducky. It could be the next superfood, power our cars, or help to treat disease. Duckweed is the world's fastest growing plant. It has more protein than soybeans and is a good source of minerals and vitamins. Given that climate change is expected to threaten the world's food supply, duckweed might be able to help feed Earth's population, projected to hit 9.7 billion in 2050. In sequencing the DNA of one of the 37 species of duckweed, the researchers discovered that its immune system protects it against a wide range of harmful microbes and pests, including fungi and bacteria. That opens the door to using duckweed not only for developing drugs, but also treating wastewater. The scientists also hope that in the future, Duckweed strains could be used to recycle waste into biofuels to power cars and generate electricity. Duckweed's sustainable because it can be grown hydroponically in urban areas, which means grabbing less land from places like the Amazon currently being burned to grow soybeans. So how does it taste? Most describe it as mild like spinach, and if it catches on, it might be in your next smoothie or omelet. This Week in Water is supported by the American Waterworks Association. Discuss solutions for protecting and managing aging infrastructure at WIC19. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash water infrastructure.